everybody this is july 27th today this is eileen grimes at the jupiter rising show right here on kknw alternative talk radio and i'm an astrologer and we're going to welcome also mr doug johnston and it's good to be here well thank you on this day that we don't know if it's going to rain or not we're not sure but when we came up from from lakewood it was completely clear down there and traffic was marvelous yes it was it was wonderful for once Yes. Well, you know, that's the advantage of having a show on, on Saturday. Saturday. We don't have to tackle with the traffic. Well, but the Mercury retrograde, you know, I have a good yeah. friend that got hit the other day. Another friend that uh, car demolished. Oh, yeah. Truck ran the red light. Yeah. 55 miles an hour. Oh, God. You, somebody you know? Yeah. Oh, dear. Well, Is I he know, okay? I should say I know her father. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, he had just gotten the car for her for her, birth, or for her wedding. Ugh. So they had to cut her wedding ring off. So, Ouch. interesting accident. Yes, uh, yeah, this has been kind of a nasty Mercury retrograde. It is, and yeah. we're slowing down, getting ready for it to direct, so yeah. everyone be a defensive driver. Yeah, please do that, because it's about to station, and it means things are going to just back up. Yep. So on the second, it goes direct, so we can look forward to that. Thank goodness. That's right. Anyway, on today's show, um, in case you tuned in to hear uh, Mr. Matt Shea, Matt Shea is laid up with injured eye. He, um, about a week ago, well, not quite a week ago, last last Monday or Tuesday, he contacted me. He says, I can't see out of my right eye. And I said, oh, dear. So he went to the doctor the next day and found out that he had a detached retina and so he had it operated on Thursday, and he should be back with us in a couple of weeks. Tentatively, we have him scheduled then, So, and I'm sure he will be here. But he's kind of at home nursing himself right now, and his daughter's nursing him, which is really nice. So I just want to say, Matt, would you please get well if you're listening? I hope you are. So anyway. Okay, so today's show, we have Ms. Kim Rogers Gallagher, and she's one of our regular astrologers, and she's just funny as heck. She is a character. Yes, she is, and we're going to have her on in about 18 minutes after the hour, and um, our celebrity of the week, I figured, well, is the most likely thing to pick him, that's Boris Johnson, because Boris Johnson has just been nominated or has been selected as Prime Minister of England, <sighs> and his chart was really readily available on the internet, so it was very lucky to find that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're going to be talking about him. We're also going to be talking about several people that are in the news, and it's really kind of, it is kind of interesting. A big link. A big link. That's yes. what we'll call it. It's the big link. That's the big link. <laughs> yes. That's what we're going to name our show, the big link <laughs> on KKNW. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's not a bad idea. Anyways, we're going to have all that. And Kim is going to be in the middle of all that. We're going to discuss that for the rest of the hour, plus our usual things that we do. So we're going to take a break right now. And we're going to come back with the Astro Celebrity of the Week and Mr. Boris Johnson. This is Eileen Grimes with the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW on KK, excuse me, KKNW 1150 AM.
Alternative Talk 1150. We're on your radio at 1150 AM. We're on your HD radio at 98.9 Channel 3. So many ways to listen. We're on the web at 1150kknw.com. Streaming live audio and video as well as MP3 archives of many of our shows. So many ways to listen. And now, we're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. Alternative Talk 1150. It's good for what ails you. This statement has not been evaluated by the FDA. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And I neglected to mention that we're going to be bringing Kim on right now. Oh, well, that's great. Yes, because we're going to be talking about somebody who, an astrological forecaster. She's an astrologer, so why the heck not, you know? Yeah. So, Kim, how are you? Well, I'm surprised. I was, uh, having, <laughs> I was having a pedicure. I said, I well, I'm you were. Your, your eight mi- 18 minutes got cut down to eight. Yeah, right. I'm cool. I'm yeah. cool. You know, I love nothing better than chatting about astrology, so let's do it. Let's yeah, do let's it. Go. Okay. So, <clears throat> anyway, we're going to have the Astro Celebrity of the Week. Yep. And so, anyhow... We've got, <laughs> I just feel like everything's turning up over my head. I can't wait for Mercury yeah. to go direct. It's just been really yeah. weird. So anyway, yeah, uh, we're going to be talking about Boris Johnson. I think it's the most obvious thing, you know, because he came into power sort of this week. And yeah. um, and you looked at his chart too, I'm assuming. I have, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. let's talk about him. So what do we want to bring up first? I think you got to look at the Saturn. It's yes, the, we do. It's a strong card in this chart. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so first of all, let's give out his information. It is June 19th, 1964 at 2 p.m. in New York, New York, believe it or not. He's yeah. born in New that's York. That's a trip, isn't it? Isn't it, though? It's like, really? Really? Yeah, really? Seriously? Yeah. He was born there, and then they went to England, his parents. So, oh. uh, you know, and he comes from a very highly educated family. So, in looking at that mm. chart, I would think he does with all mm-hmm. that ninth house stuff. So, yeah, yeah and, and you were mentioning the Saturn in his chart. Why were you doing that, Because Doug? of the stationary retrograde. <laughs> yes, it was. Yeah. Which really puts a lot of emphasis on this chart, opposition to the Uranus. Yep. Um, and Saturn transiting, opposing his mid the Mars. Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. So, so what kind of observations do you have with his chart, Kim? Oh, uh, well... <laughs> You know, wake well, up here, kids. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I'm paying attention. I'm paying attention. Okay. I'm How much did you pay? How much? I'm a good talker, but I'm a good listener too. Okay. So, um, but uh, well, the Saturn in Pisces. It's interesting that that you started with that, Doug, because that's that um, Saturn in Pisces retrograde. That's an interesting placement because to me, people with Saturn in Pisces are either spiritual leaders, you know, in one way or another. I mean, maybe it's their family, maybe it's their their classroom in some way. And I don't mean religious, I mean spiritual. I mean, mm-hmm. it right. can be religious. Right. But um, they're either that way or, or, you know, like a guru, or they follow a guru. Okay. okay. Or, or they're morally malleable people, like Kellyanne Conway and Michael Cohen. Oh, she has that, doesn't she? Yes, and so does Michael Cohen. Okay. So what I'm saying is they um, 
they're willing to bend the rules for belief. Okay. You know, and I and this guy with his Saturn sitting there opposite Uranus. Yeah. He looks to me like he'll just go with the flow, like whatever, you whatever have to... seems to be the popular flavor of the moment. That's his his personal favorite at the moment. That's right. Yeah. Um, Stationary. I think it's going to change it just a little bit more. There's too much emphasis on the Saturn there. Right. Yeah, oh. I mean, there's a discipline that won't happen otherwise. Yes. Because you're stationary. You're you've got that Saturn just placed. It's there. It's it's, it's the center part of this whole chart. It pretty much is. You know, it, well, like, and then and then transiting Saturn is sitting right down at the bottom of right, the chart exactly. right now too. Yeah. Right. So so yeah. Opposition to his midheaven. Uh, yep. So, so that he has places to take on in, added responsibility. Yeah, you do. And I mean I've been reading about this, you know, according for for my book that I'm doing that if you have a planet stationary in the chart, you have to look at where the planet is also stationing itself. And once, you know, if, if it's affecting the natal Saturn, then, or whatever is, is stationary, that planet's going to have a much bigger impact on mm-hmm. you. Sure. Huge yeah. impact. And yeah. so I would say the very fact that he stepped up into the British Prime Ministry, I'd say that's kind of a big step. I'd say it's huge. <laughs> yeah, just a bit. So, yeah, and, you know, the other thing is kind of interesting, and I just remember looking at this, is that he has seven planets mutable. Yeah. <laughs> this sloshes all over the place, doesn't but he? The interesting part about the tie, or the, the going in as far as taking Brexit out, mm-hmm. is a biggie here. Yeah. Because that's what put him in this place, is because he was so for Brexit to be effective. Mm-hmm. And this takes down the city of London's banking, which oh. frees up all of England. Okay. This is, it's a similar effect as far as what we're looking at, as far as the potential for the Federal Reserve to disappear here in America. And that frees the people. Mm-hmm. Because right now you have a private corporation, the Federal Reserve, has nothing to do with America running our country by their money system, monetary system. And the same thing was going on with the city of London. Mm-hmm. The city of London's a one-mile square that the queen has to ask permission to go into, mm-hmm. which I think is very interesting that the queen has to have permission to go anywhere in England. Really? She has to have permission to she go had to go If she wanted to go to the city of London, mm-hmm. she had to ask permission from the Rothschilds. Whoa. Really hard to believe that she would have to do that. I know, but yeah. it, it, when, it, when you start digging in, and this will annihilate that so they no longer have that control. Mm, okay. And Jacob Rothschild, we know, is no longer around. Yeah, that's And that true. was the biggest player, you know, as far as trying to control and create this one world order. Mm-hmm, yeah. He and David Rockefeller, who's no longer here either. Right, exactly. So, yeah, I mean... You know, you're right. When you look at also looking at his south node in Capricorn, you know, there's a secondary indicator of the the Saturnian energy in his life. Mm-hmm. So he has done it in the past lives in a, in a very Saturnian way, and he's going to do it this lifetime, but it's going to be magnified. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that makes total sense to me. So, okay. What else do you see in this chart, Kim? Um. Well... 
I'm I'm interested in the the Jupiter and Neptune opposition mm-hmm. because um, to me the greatest example of Jupiter and Neptune working together is Las Vegas. Oh. I mean, it's it's all about you know the illusion of wealth and mm-hmm. the illusion of success and the illusion of prosperity, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of backed up by Saturn in, in Pisces. Okay, in yeah. Its heart. And, and opposite Uranus. It's like, oh, yes, all this too can be yours. To me, a Jupiter-Neptune opposition, you know, and, and the Saturn in Pisces, this can be a snake oil salesman. Wait, you know what I'm wait, saying? Wait, it wait, wait. I'm, I'm not seeing what you're talking about. I don't see a Jupiter-Neptune opposition. Yeah, I have a trine. Oh, you've got no, Jupiter it's an opposition. Got, Jupiter is 15 Taurus and his Neptune is exactly 15 Scorpio. Exactly opposing. Jupiter? Yeah. yeah. Jupiter and Neptune. Yeah, Jupiter and Taurus and Neptune and Scorpio. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I, I, yes, 15. I see that now. I was yeah. looking at Pluto is what I was looking at. Okay. Well, Jupiter, oh, that's okay. okay. Jupiter being trying to okay. Pluto. Okay, so hang on with that. we got to take a break here really quick. When we get back, we'll finish this thought about the Jupiter-Neptune thing because I have that opposition in my chart, so I kind of want to know what she's talking about. So, okay. Okay. So anyway, we're going to be right back here with the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. Hi, this is Eileen for Ms. Angela Probst, who is an aromatherapist. At this point, you've probably heard of essential oils and are you confused yet? Overwhelmed? Not sure where to start? There's so much information, and our aromatherapy expert, Angela Probst, with Young Living Essential Oils, can help you navigate and meet your health and wellness goals. And now, Angela is offering CBD oil. She's going to be on our show next week, next Saturday, to tell, tell us more about that. So if you want more information or want to talk to Angela, give her a call today at 253 278 one five nine nine, or visit her website at wmyyl.com slash Angela. Make it a great day. Keep your dial on Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And we have on Ms. Kim Rogers Gallagher today. I finally remembered your third name. Uh-huh. <laughs> With when Ms. you get the fourth one, that's when you probably can't come back. <laughs> and we'll add if one to I yours. If I get a fourth one, that would mean I would remarry, and I, at that point, I probably wouldn't come back. So not to worry. <laughs> oh, okay. And so, of course, we have Doug Johnston, our co-host, and so we're talking right now about Mr. Boris Johnson's Jupiter-Neptune opposition. What a mm-hmm. heck of a way to come in, you know. So, mm-hmm. anyway, you were talking eighth about to that. the second. Hmm? And it's in eighth to the second. Eighth and to, well, yes, it is, because so this it is, is a real all life about chart. finances, and it would be, I mean, interesting that it would be that he's the one that would be freeing up the finance world as far as over in That's true. England. That would be interesting. Jupiter and Taurus <clears throat> in the eighth could mean he's probably attracted a fair amount of money to him. So, and mm-hmm. through his, probably through his family and all that kind of stuff. But, um, yeah. Yeah, Jupiter in the 8th house, to me, I, whenever I see that, I always think, I have always depended upon the kindness of strangers. <laughs> I always just feel like I can, you know, it's like it, things are given, 
at the last moment when 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 times are urgent, things are given. That's that, how right. I see super. It sounded like a line right out of no. Gone with the Wind. She did do that. <laughs> it was. She just is obvious. I heard that southern accent well, come I in did there. Too. That Depending was funny. on the kindness of strangers. <laughs> Not me again there. <laughs> that was yeah. well done, Kim. Well done. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank oh, you're you. welcome. Thank you. And sure. <laughs> That's but funny. anyway, when I said snake oil salesman, when I was talking about it, I, I mean, I, I think the combination of Jupiter and Neptune in any combination, but this is such a tight aspect. I mean. Yeah, it is tight. You know, this is so tight. Um, these two are definitely in and there's definitely a certain type of magic. I mean, Neptune's all about magic and weaving yep. spells. Yeah. yeah. But Jupiter, you throw Jupiter in, in there, and it's like, man, you can convince anybody of anything. Yeah. Especially Jupiter and Taurus, because you come off like you're like solid, yeah. the rock of ages. That's right. You know, Give like, me the money. Nope. Yeah. I got this. Yeah. Yes, I got this. It's, so I, I, I hope that's not what it is, but it. It can be the, like I said, Jupiter, Neptune, that to me, that's what Las Vegas is. If you drive down the strip in Las Vegas, that's what you see. Yeah. You see all the lights and, and you go into a casino and it's all money, 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 and I, I'm going to win. And, you know, I mean, it's like inflated hopes and dreams. And so, right. I don't know. I would feel uncomfortable um, if I knew that someone of this sort was handling my money. I wouldn't want him. Yeah. Anywhere near my money, especially if he's morally malleable with the Saturn and Pisces there. Morally that... malleable. Wow. Well, that's what it looks like. So wow. you're trying Saturn to say you don't Pisces like him. <laughs> Are you trying to say no, you don't like him? No, I don't like know him. him. Yeah, okay. I don't know him. I find him interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I find him very interesting. he comes off like a bit of a, of a, like a big teddy bear kind of doofus, you know, with the, the things that he does on yeah, television. Yeah, he kind of doofus, um, isn't he? But he's got the Sun-Venus conjunction, and that's pretty darn tight, too. I mean, that's, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. What? Yeah, what, yeah it's less than a degree away, so it's combust. Yeah. It's and Saturn yeah. square Mars. Yeah. Better, ooh. See, so, that's another thing I'd be a little nervous about, you yeah, know. Yeah, me too. But, what does um, he do with his kids? That's what I'd well, like to know. know. Does he have kids? I don't yeah. know. He might. But, you know, with a Saturn in the fifth house means that he just kind of, you know, lost his childhood somewhere along the way, you know, so yeah. he'd be making up for it now. I've seen him in in speeches and stuff like that. He's kind of bumbly, isn't he? Yeah, he comes off like a big kind of, you know, bear, kind of like a, you know, a doofus, kind of like a cartoon character. Yeah, right. So that's the you ninth know? house thing, um, too. Yeah, and, yeah, and, but the Sun Venus, I think it makes him likable. Likable, uh, you know, where you know. where we don't have that luxury here, but we yeah. have the same bad haircut, but we don't have the luxury of the likability, you know. The same oh, God, bad. You, you have a bad haircut too. Oh, He's oh, a bad God. haircut. <laughs> no, <laughs> that was funny. I haven't cut my hair in twenty years, Doug. My hair is very. That's very, very bad. Oh, that's, that's very bad. Really, really bad. Really bad. Time. You n- you notice that he has Venus retrograde too. Yeah, you know, I and Saturn, y- you know, and Saturn. I, now, really, do you want this guy in charge of your money situation? I don't know. That makes me a little nervous. It makes but, me too. That he may uh, okay. want to use some of it for himself. You know, that kind of thing. Well, so. yeah, there's that. Yeah, yeah, especially with Mars square Saturn, and that's you know, and yeah. that's a very sneaky kind of situation too. Especially, I mean, Mars is in the eighth. Now, my Mars is 
right in, like, up close to the ninth house, but it's still in the eighth. So uh-huh. I can talk bad about Mars in the eighth. So, yeah, and Scorpio <laughs> you know. too. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, but 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 his in Gemini square Saturn. Hmm, I don't know. I'm kind. Of, I mean, because if you think about it, that's a Saturn um, Uranus opposition yeah. with Mars. You know, right there, squaring both of them. Oh, that's a T square. Mars oh is God. the focal point of that T. You know, so it's Mars square Uranus and Mars square Saturn. So, talk about running hot and cold, huh? I'd sure hate to see him really get angry. I, yeah. Mars, Mars and Gemini though wouldn't it wouldn't hold any fire. Well, that's it's true. Like it would just spew out. Lady words. finger going off, and after yeah. it's over, five minutes later, you, you wouldn't even know that it happened. Oh, that's the point. Yeah, with seven planets in the probably wouldn't. Yeah, it's still Mars, yeah, and it's, it's in still, the eighth yeah, house. Hey, yeah, honey, I have Mars, yeah. I have Mars and Gemini. Yeah, conjunct Sun Moon tight. Yeah, I may oh, yeah. I may but pop see, off, but, but nice five person. minutes later it's late yeah, gone. That. Yeah, you get upset and then you just boom, you're gone off of that. So it's yeah, it's like it doesn't happen, right? So anyway, you know it it's. Saturn Mars is always tricky anyway, no matter how you look at it. You kind of wonder how he is treated by his dad. You know, it, mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. it, it could be a, a sen- or t- something cruel or something that mistreated him at some point, you know. And, and Saturn in Pisces, he may have got some real confused messages from his dad growing up, especially sure. with a Neptune office. No, not Neptune, but, you know, with the Uranus and Pluto. Well, so it's, it's interesting. And he is, after all, only a Johnson. He's only a John. <laughs> I mean, oh, God, I didn't even make the connection. Yes, and uh, Doug is a John's well, ton. He's worth a, a ton a more. Yeah. Right, right. Oh, well done. Right, well got done. It. Got it. Okay. So, anyway, let's move on. We've belabored him enough. Uh, let's talk about the two, um, whatever you want to call them. Uh, the. Do you have a name? The Epstein link. The Epstein bar virus. <laughs> no. He's, oh, a, he's a link to everything, it seems like. Yeah, everything. So we have Jeffrey Epstein. We also have Mr. Let's Leslie Wexner. Data. I think I have that data. Yeah. You don't have that data? I no, I don't think I, I don't think they talked about it. Okay. Yeah, I and actually just, called um, you last night with a data. You did? Oh, yes, I, I did. I called you with it. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, give give me the data. Again, I'll give please. it to you uh, again. Epstein. Okay. Yeah. Jeffrey Epstein is yep. January twentieth, nineteen fifty three. Yeah. And we don't know what time, so we use twelve noon like you usually do. And he was yeah. born in Bronx, New York. Okay. Okay. And Leslie Wexner, who is a billionaire, and we'll talk a little bit more about him in a second. Is born September eighth. Oh yeah, I have that written. Down. Oh, you have yeah, that. Sorry you, about that. Oh, okay. Did you? No, have, no. I'm. Well, no. I'm. You have it written no, down, but you don't have the chart. Ahead. Okay, September eighth, nineteen thirty-seven, and we. I just used a rising sign thing, but he's born in Dayton, Ohio. That's where he was Bar? born. Yes, Dayton, Ohio. Okay. So. Yeah. Um, the interesting thing here is that you know, Mr. Wexner is a very wealthy man, about 4.5 or so, right around Trump's worth. Trump is about uh, under th- under $4 billion right now, and, he, and Wexner is about 4.8. Supposedly. 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 Yes, but... Yeah, we don't, yeah, we don't have any evidence of that. That's true. And but mis- that's the rumor, right? Yeah, yeah. right. 
Now, Mr. Wexner, Wexner is head of L Brands, which actually includes Victoria's Secret. He owns Victoria's Secret. Right. So, Doug, tell him a little bit about the background of the story. I'll probably mess up the details. He routinely would have these girls go to Epstein's place first to see whether or not they qualified to be models for him. Mm-hmm. And he kind of signed over his... Basically, his wealth. Yes, he did. For Epstein to manage. Yep, he he handled it, and he also gave him power of attorney to everything, so he could control all the money. Which to me is like crazy, 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 nutty, crazy. But anyway, um, so it, it was just happened. I was just going to explain it. Like last night, um, I think Doug gave me this information yesterday afternoon, and I was kind of researching it a bit, and then. I turned to MSNBC last night, and they were talking about this story with Mr. Wexner and Epstein. Is already hit broken. So we were kind of before it broke. <laughs> so, um, and of course, he's been, he's being tied into uh, Weinstein's, or yeah, Weinstein's. Um, e- Epstein. Epstein, excuse me. Um, and Epstein's, um, I don't know, little world, large world. Pedophile world. <laughs> Pedophile world, yeah. And so... Um, and the thing about Mr. Wexner is he's got a Sun-Neptune conjunction. That's pretty telling. And a Jupiter yep. stationary. Jupiter stationary. That's right. He has a stationary Jupiter in his chart. I remember that. And so, and also, yes, yeah, stationary Jupiter. Four Which days. is trying to his son. Right. Yeah. So, you know, he tends to probably look at everything as being... Um, puppies, kittens, flowers, and butterflies. That's what I call it. Well, the grand trine to Uranus as well. Yeah, that too. So, so that the grand trine sun, Uranus, Jupiter. Right. Jupiter stationary. A lot of grand trines in his chart. Yes. Yeah. So, anyway, do you have the chart up there, Kim? Which, which chart are you talking We're about? We're talking about uh, Mr. Wex, Wexner's, Wexner. Wexner's chart. No, no, I don't have that one up. Okay. Um, I can put it up real quick. Yeah, you should I take was a, looking at Take a sure, good, take a good look at it because you know the first sure. thing I noticed was the Sun Neptune, which basically says, "Yeah, sure, I'll hand everything over to you. You you know more than I do." And even though he's in, been in business for how many years accumulating wealth, but he finds somebody who he thinks knows more, and he hands it all over to him, no boundaries whatsoever. Which is crazy, right? Yeah, right. really, really crazy. So he tried, and then, especially a Virgo. And, that's the part that just yeah. is like blows your mind that yeah, Virgo would forfeit well, things like that. It seems to me that Neptune in Virgo next to the sun or whatever it is in Virgo could negate the detail precision of Virgo. I would think that's a, a heck of a battle to be walking around with every day to yeah. be a Virgo. And then, ha- I mean, you know. Yeah, it would really. be. Almost a dichotomy of life. <laughs> yeah, and pretty much opposite yeah. of what he's, you know, here to learn about. But Neptune just really, sure. Neptune just takes everything and throws things out of the window. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. oops, we got to take another break here. Wow, it's just coming fast and furious today. Yeah. And so we're going to come back and we're talk more about Mr. Wexner and talk about Jeffrey Epstein. I think a lot of people would like to hear about him. So anyway, yeah. we have a lot of comments on him. So. Anyway, so we'll be right back here with the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio.
And this is a live read for Mr. Matt Shea of Matt Shea Books, who is home and not well today. Darn it. Anyway, Matt Shea is a storyteller. His choice of subjects have to do with those who are considered to be a little different. You know the ones, the ones that are usually outcast or misplaced as a result of being overlooked or misunderstood. Their moment arrives when they are called upon to reveal their real character through some selfless act, thus ending up being acknowledged and then contributing to society. When it is all said and done, he wants the reader to be uplifted with a deeper message. And he will write stories for the rest of his life with the hope that he can create happiness, bring encouragement, and ultimately inspire others. And now he has published his latest book, The the Best That Money Can Buy, and is now available at (coughs) Amazon.com. Matt will be on our show on August 10th. So anyway, we just want to say that. For more information on Matt and his books, contact Matt Shea at Matt Shea Books, S-H-E-A Books, dot com or email him at workin matt w-o-r-k-n-m-a-t-t-7 at aol.com and now here's a live read from miss susan bergstrom the medicare exchange the medicare coverage is a very important and confusing issue as we near retirement large because largely because medicare does not cover 100 percent of your medical costs only about 80 percent That means we will need affordable supplemental coverage that takes care of that 20%. Susan Bergstrom can help you get the best coverage for you. With her, the process is really easy, and in the end, she will save you money. So if you can attend a free workshop, which is coming up, you can learn all about Medicare. She has two scheduled this coming week on Medicare Basics. July 30th, 5.30 p.m. at Lakewood Library at 6300 Wild Air Road, Southwest, Lakewood, Washington, 98499, or August 1st, 6 p.m. at Sammamish Library, 825-228 Southeast in Sammamish, Washington, 98025. And to schedule an appointment or RSVP for one of her workshops, call her Susan at 253-318-9379 or email her at sbergstrom at AmericanSeniorBenefits.com. On Friday, Nancy Mitchell welcome back numerologist Michael John Fierro, who will be taking calls while he teaches us life by the numbers. On Saturday, Tanya and Joey Medea return with insights gained from their latest investigations of haunted hotspots in America. Bringing you fascinating talk since 2007. We are Manson Mitchell, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Organic, free-range, and fresh daily. Alternative Talk, 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk. I'm Eileen Grimes, astrologer, with my co-host, Mr. Doug Johnston. And we have Kim Rogers Gallagher with us. Yes, we have Kim Rogers Gallagher, of course. funny. (laughs) Funny. Especially when she goes southern. (laughs) (laughs) I love that line. Well, you know, there's a reason. Well, well, I have always depended upon the Is there a reason you do that? Yes. Well, there there is, actually. (laughs) I remember one time I was was driving from Pennsylvania to um, Florida, and I was in West Virginia. And so I I had to stop for the night, and it was about 6 o'clock. So I went up to the counter, and I had a... Um, one of those big um, Foster's beers, you know, yeah. you know, the huge cans. I had one of those, and 
a sandwich and some munchies. You and were I driving? The counter. And he, she was oh. driving? Well, I had just stopped. Oh, okay. I, I got stopped. a room. And it, no, no. I, <laughs> I can't go to a store and drive at the same time. I mean, I'm not a Gemini. <laughs> oh, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> so, so anyway, so I stopped at this place in West Virginia to get... Um, a big beer and, you know, a, a sandwich and snacks and stuff. And okay. I was going to go back to the room and everything. And um, I went up to the counter, and it was a Sunday night. And I will never forget this guy said in the most beautiful accent I've ever heard. He said, I'm so sorry, Miss, but here in West Virginia, we don't <laughs> sell beer on Sunday. <laughs> and I thought, God, that is the nicest way that anybody has ever said no to me <laughs> my entire life. You know, it was so pretty. So we don't love beer around me, here. Anyway. And oh. beer and here, yeah, um, <laughs> right. you know. And, and he just kind of like ducked his head, you know, on Sundays. It was uh, like, God, Sundays. I, I'm sorry I so, even thought of it. So you know? like he was making love to you just by saying, yeah, oh, yeah. it was really nice. It was like somebody telling you, you know, something awful in French, you know, yeah, right. Like, Sounds good to me. Okay, you know, so. Oh, well. Anyway. That's funny. That's where that came from, that's, so. That's funny. So, what's, it, what's uh, Epstein? Is that who's up next? Epstein. Epstein, or we can finish. We've kind of finished up Wexler. Wexner. But we we have interesting stuff on the next one, too. Oh, we do? What is it? Well, we've got the Neptune, remember, is direct, or stationary direct, or stationary retrograde. Okay. Four days after. Oh, you mean Jupiter? Birthday. Mean Jupiter? No. Oh, on on Epstein's, Epstein's chart. Oh, oh chart. yes, yes. Neptune. Right. Yes. Four days later, went retrograde. Right. So exactly. he's got a stationary Neptune. Yeah, that explains so much, doesn't it? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it does. And, and that's you know trying to. Um, Let's see where's he got all these. Well, he's got a on. Venus and Mars and Pisces. So that's, that's what I was thinking. Yes. That that was my first. Yeah, thing. And, I mean, and he's got yeah. And then you have and and Doug brought up something which was interesting. He has um, is a Venus or something. Okay, oh, okay. The midpoint. The midpoint between um, Pluto and the South Node is in conjunct the, the Mars Neptune or Mars Venus conjunction. So that mm. literally makes a yod in the chart. Between Mars, Venus, Mercury, and Pluto. So, um, yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah. it's very interesting to me. You know, I mean, that's going a bit of a ways to find it, you know, because it's not really directly observable when you look at it. You're expecting to see all sorts of crummy stuff. I think that it's interesting, though, that this is a guy that, even though he's had sex with all these underage girls, he turned around and paid them, so he was calling them prostitutes. Right. Which they weren't. No, but no, he, they weren't. But that was, you know, he was looking for a way out. Yeah. And did you see that video of him and Trump? Did you see no, that thing? No, I haven't seen it. Oh, is this where there's another guy in there, too? Yeah, and they're at a party, oh, and they're yeah, pointing at the women, and, and Trump's all excited, and, 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 and Jeffrey's standing there with this real smug look on his face. I just, I just went, well, yuck, yuck, yuck. Definitely creepy. Very creepy, very creepy. So, anyway, I mean, he's born at the very first degree of, of Aquarius. So you know that Uranus has been squaring his sun for a while, 
And, you know, and of course, Uranus being the ruler of his son's sign, mm-hmm. that's going to be a significant impact. So that's probably why things are starting to show up, you know, that have well, been... Well, and, and Pluto right now is sitting right on top of his Mercury, so it's all about digging up, you know... It's digging up... Digging up the past, right? Yeah. Digging right, up, exactly. You know, information is like, you know, and here we go. Squaring, yeah, ready. squaring the Neptune-Saturn. Yeah, squaring Neptune and Saturn. That's right. Yeah, so it's basically everything's being hit off by the transits. And these... Yeah. The square to his moon would have actually been where the trigger came up out of Florida, where they opened up that case again. Oh, that was that was in like 2005, something like that. 2008. Oh, okay. But they reopened it when the Saturn would have been right at the square of his moon. Which I think that's interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. Yeah, that's when that that just happened in the last couple of years, right? (laughs) Well, that all came up as far as where they. Started bringing that up last year. Oh, okay. And that's, that's where would have been where Saturn, Saturn would, would have been, been there, right there on top of that moon yeah. square. Yeah. And the two, you know, two of them took money where the third one would not. Yeah. And that's what pushed the envelope. Oh yeah. So it's interesting because it seems like Saturn will always trip you up if you make a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and and it may be a mistake made of lack of judgment or greed. Probably greed for this guy's case. Oh, but well, he and, get and away Pluto, with it. And, and Pluto right now in Saturn's sign, Pluto yeah. and Capricorn. Yeah. Man, it's going to you expose know, all the truth. On, I'm sorry. What? It will definitely expose all truth. Yeah. Yeah, especially yeah. because it's um it's you know, conjunct his Mercury and, and square, because he has the Mercury, um, Neptune, and Saturn, mm-hmm. you know, in a square. So, yeah, this is, there's not that too, too much that will be hidden. And then now, also, you've got to figure Uranus right now is at 6 Taurus. Yeah. And mm-hmm. his Jupiter is at 11 Taurus. Okay. And, yeah. oh, baby, oh, baby, that's oh. all about surprise. Surprise! Here we go. Yeah. Okay, we're going to pull it out of the hat now. Getting ready. You know, it's really, uh, to me, that Mercury, Neptune, um, Saturn square, I mean, says a lot. The Mercury, Neptune by itself, he could have probably told fibs all day and it wouldn't have mattered. But Saturn standing there as the final arbiter of all that would have said, I'm sorry you lie one more time. Yeah. Or even once. Yeah. You're yeah. going to get it kicked. You're going to get the can kicked across the yard. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's... The other thing that, that really... Um, I mean, look at the... He has the moon in Aries. And, and it, I mean, we set the chart for noon, and the moon moves, uh, you know, one degree every two and a half hours, two, right. two and a half hours. So his moon is definitely in Aries. It's yeah. anywhere from four to 16 of Aries. Right. So... I'm thinking if his moon is later in the day, if, if his moon is 16 Aries, then that kind of drags his moon into a square to Uranus. Yeah. Because his Uranus is 15 Cancer. Right. So, and, and really, I mean, he, even at noon, you know, as long as he wasn't born at the crack, you know, at the crack of midnight, okay. um, midnight, he has a moon square Uranus, which also explains this... Um, Odd behavior with children. Let let me put it nicely like that. Odd um, behavior with yeah. children. That's now this is, I can. This is an interesting. Oh. I'm going to 
throw this out here so you get this one because I think you'll get a kick out of this. Um, he has an interesting tie with Disney. And two of Disney's vice presidents just ended up going to jail for pedophiles. Um, Disney had their crews stopping at his island and snorkeling there. The adults had to pay $69 to snorkel. I just love that. And the children, 57. Mm-hmm. But the children stopped at age nine, and 10 and above was considered adult. Oh. Which oh. is a very interesting you twist to be putting out there. You mean you're an adult at 11? No, at 10. 10? Yes, at 10, you're an adult. Course, because he's... In his world. In his world, yeah. And Disney. Oh, man. So he's linked in every which way. He's also got control of the uh, heirs to Johnson & Johnson, which is rather interesting. Okay. Okay. Oh, well. All right. Um, we just had a caller call in, and they want to know uh, how the suicide incident to a potential possible need to silence him. That's interesting because that just happened last week. Right. And um, I haven't come up with any theories, but... The first time I heard it, I said, oh, no. And I thought, uh-oh, someone's trying to take him out. That's right. That was my second thought after now, that. Now, this, this was during the time that New York was blacked out. Oh, yeah. Oh, was it? Yes. Oh. Yeah. yeah oh, I didn't know that. So they probably did try to take him out, but... Um, okay. So what was going on in his chart, you know, right around then that sort of said that he was probably close to something? Well, you there's know. nothing that says that it's, uh, you know, he's got more squares going on than when he does anything to Jupiter that would say he was in the euphoric right. stage. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he has to come back and walk through it all. Well, yeah, he confess was kind of laying there on the ground with his neck slit. Yeah. Well, it wasn't slit. It was just bruised. Yeah. And he, interesting. But then whether or not he tried doing this himself. Yeah. So that he could get out because he had just been denied uh, bail. He has not bail, so he had to stay in jail. Okay. Yes. You know how many people were going to be extremely frightened if he got out? Well, I've heard about that. Yeah. Uh, that I think I think his, he looks to me to be far too selfish to actually kill himself. I yeah, thought so right. too. The moon in Aries is so me first. Yeah, it is. Well, and and a lot of people have it are really fine people, and and they they use it because they had to when they were growing up because right. nobody took care of them. You know what I mean? So, right. But, but yeah, that, that's very selfish. And, um, yeah, I, and, and the, yeah, there's just a lot in this chart that says he was very selfish to me. But, you know, isn't it odd that we're wondering if he tried to kill himself and Neptune is right on his Mars, <gasps> conjunct his Mars. Oh. Yeah. You know, Neptune is 18, Mars is 16, Venus is his, his Mars, and Venus are 16. That's right, Neptune is right there. So there's that little, there's that cloud. There's that ring right there that could create some confusion. Yeah. Okay, we got it. Jupiter right now. I mean, his his that Mars Venus is really being hit, and that's really what this is all about is is sex with with females, younger females. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, right. but that's really being hit. Yeah. Three that... Times if you think about it, you know, I mean, Jupiter is on it, and Saturn is on transiting Jupiter at Man. fourteen. Yeah. Sag is yeah. on it, and transiting Saturn at 15 Capricorn is right. on it and Neptune is on it and actually four times because Uranus right now you know within 
not that not that long Uranus will be coming up there too. So yeah. you know there's a lot there's a lot, a lot going hitting on. That. Right, yep. exactly. Okay, yeah. we are going to take yeah. another break yeah. here. Man, this is getting hotter and deeper by the second. We got more to come. <laughs> we got more to come. Okay, so we're going to be right back here with the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And this is a live read for Ms. Samantha Blodell. She's a Reiki and aura reading person. She does the Beulah May Cake Bakers. Oh, I tell you. I know. We got to do that. We got to talk to her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because we'll be pigging out and we'll all have a sugar high when we got on the radio after that. So, you know. You're going to have to have a very slim piece. Very, very slim for me. Yes. Yes. Just enough to give you the Just give me, give me the buzz because too much I'll be on the floor in the hospital. So anyway, so um, you can get her an appointment with her. She does past life readings, energy readings, aura readings, home and office clearing. She does the whole business. So and right now she has one Reiki class starting. That's on July 28th at 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. That's Reiki 3. It can be for p- that time or it can be by appointment. So next week we'll have more classes available to her as she comes out with her latest newsletter. So for more information or to schedule an appointment, contact Samantha at 206-0283 or at her website at www.soulsupper.com. On the path to good health and well-being, Alternative Talk 1150 is the station for you. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW with Mr. Doug Johnston and Ms. Kim Rogers-Gallagher. Hey. Okay. Hey. Hey. Hi. Hi. (laughs) So we were just talking about, and you brought up such a great point about Mr. Um, Jeffrey Epstein's chart and his his conjunction of Mars, Venus, and Pisces with Neptune right on that baby. Yeah. 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 Where's Neptune right now? I've got to check. 18. It's, oh, it's gone over it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but it's retrograde. It's retrograde going over it. Yeah. Oh, so, dear. Yeah. So it's coming back again for another shot of the title, you know? So. Yeah. Well, it's usually worse after the, you know, when it goes over the first time, you're kind of going, well, with night, Neptune, you kind of, yeah, well, well that's that? interesting, yeah. but it couldn't be by about that. And then it goes over retrograde, and then you kind of, well, maybe mm. it is about that. And who yeah. we don't have the chart on here is uh, Maxwell. Oh, yeah. Because that's a real key link to this whole thing that brought in so many of the wealthy people. This is her, what's her name again? Her first name? Uh, Jolestine. Yeah, interesting. She was an associate of of Epstein. Well, she was kind of the madam for Epstein. Well, way to go. Yeah, she was. Let's make it real clear. Well, and then, you know, in November, right around Thanksgiving, Neptune stations at 15 Pisces. 15, Oh, isn't that going to be an interesting time? That's that's right on, you know, the the Venus-Mars conjunction that he has in Pisces. Right. And it's also a trine to Uranus. And, you know, trines are our friends. Well, we think of them as our friends, but they also make energies work really easily, for better or worse. Right. You know, trines can be really nice if you just want to sit on the couch and eat bonbons and watch soap <laughs> operas. You know, they can be not Yeah, so they nice don't do much of anything. If you're in trouble, you know, yeah. and yeah. one of the outer planets is coming after you because it makes it really easy for them to get at you, right. you know. So, right. yeah. anyway, so I think, um, you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> well, you know, so. Noel says, 
Noel Till says that a grand trine is a closed circuit of self-sufficiency, which makes sense. Yeah. But, you know, it, it, it really doesn't move much. It's not requiring a lot of action with it. Yeah. No. You just kind of sit there and sit on the couch and eat bonbons. It makes too easy for you. Yes, it does. It's real simple. Well, you know, I studied with Nancy Hastings, who was just one of the great back years ago when I, in the 80s when I first started. And she said to me, <clears throat> she was Capricorn. Oh, boy, was she Capricorn. Woo, baby, was she Capricorn. Really? And she, uh, and she yeah, oh, yeah. And she had like a cardinal cross. Uh, four planets across cardinal angles. I wow. mean, she, she didn't mess around. And she said to me, we were talking about trines one day, and she said, they're in all the charts of the criminals because <laughs> they take the easy way out. Yep. Oh. And I was like, oh, oh, my God. And, and I mean, that's not necessarily the case. You know, I mean, everybody, you know, who has trines, they're not necessarily criminals. But, boy, that really stuck with me. That, that makes sense, though. You know, they take yeah. the way out i was like wow that's one of those things that somebody puts in your brain that just doesn't go away she was a genius anyway so no that that would never leave my brain it's not going to leave my brain now or either since you said that so yeah that's really true with a trine you know and um it's interesting because i have a neptune venus trine in my chart and um you know it i never had to work that hard to develop musical abilities but it was never yeah, a driving yeah. force to get out there and perform. It just seemed to happen right. when it happened. But it, sure. it, it just didn't propel me. You know, there was no energy to it. But, sure. um, you know, yeah. it's, it's basically where trines are about having, you know, earned karmic gifts from previous lifetimes where you just don't have to work hard at something. But if yeah. it had been something else like a square or a sextile or anything, it would have probably propelled me further, you know. But it, it well, really. Well, squares it, irritate you until you just finally go, what? Yeah, what? what? Okay, want? I'll do it. All you know, right. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. You know, just leave me alone, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. So, yeah. Quit bugging right, me. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's so. interesting about the trine. Yeah. That's very yeah. interesting. And, and yeah. looking at Mr. Wexler's chart, he's got a ton of grand trines in his yeah. chart. Yeah, big time. A ton of them. He's got three now, of them as far as I can see. That tie to the Johnson heirs, somehow they signed over their property to him as well or something on that order. Oh, they did? Okay. And I was reading where this property that he was holding for them was at one time worth twenty eight thousand or twenty eight million. Now it's down to nine million. Okay, and yeah. falling. Yeah, that's true. You know, I just wanted to um, um, answer one more thing. This caller that called in about a potential oh, yeah. possible need to silence him, but you know, with it, you know, and I'm thinking this is the Neptune over Mars and Venus. I mean, this could be extremely self-sacrificial, where he just kind of laid there and kind of went. I think I'm just going to commit suicide and step out of my world here, you know, and just go bye bye. See you, you know, and you know, but unless he's calculating that it might get him out of there and that mm-hmm. he would be able to, that's true. Get too. his bail paid and then split. Yeah, right. That's true too. So, but, but there probably were a lot of mixed things going on in his brain when he actually did that, unless of course he was done by somebody else and he wouldn't have known about it, yep. which would also be Neptune. Right. So it know, would. Yeah. It would. Yeah. So it would. But but you know, Doug, Mister Conspiracy Theorist, you know, Saturn <laughs> right now is in Capricorn. And, yeah. And um, I'm glad you told me. Epstein, 
and Epstein's um, can't ca- um, Chiron yeah. is fifteen Capricorn. Right. 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 I mean, it's the you know, it's an exact conjunction. So, you know, Saturn and Capricorn, it's the government. I'm yeah. Yeah. Could he's, be you know somebody going heels. after him, finding yeah. him yeah, defenseless and wounded. Yeah. I'm just saying, not that I'm trying to feed the, you know, because he's got the fires, but <laughs> connections everywhere. Yeah, that's true. He does. They're yeah. all over the map. So yeah, anyway, but he, he has those kind of connections. Yeah, yeah that could be. He does. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. So, anyway, we have to let you go, anyway. my darling. Oh, okay. oh. Right. But this has been fun. It's been fun as usual. Always, always. Oh, we can just especially when you brought out that "Gone with the Wind" line. I just loved it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, darling, darling, that was funny. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Uh, Mercury and said, "You know, accents are us." Yes. That's funny. That's true too. True. Yeah, it's very true. I I have quite a smorgasbord. That's right. So, Kim, how do we get a hold of you? And also, I must mention that she is doing readings right now, and she's a fabulous reader. She read my chart and did a. Um, there was one line in our in my chart, or when she read it, that I had never seen what she was talking about. Was it in Southern Talk? No, it were, wasn't in. <laughs> no, it wasn't in Southern Talk, but oh, okay. it was really cool. Anyway, she's really good, folks, and please contact her. And how do we contact you? Well, we go to krgphoenix at gmail, or you can go to my Facebook page, which is um, Kim Rogers. Mm-hmm. There's no Gallagher there because I can't figure out how to change the damn thing. Oh, okay. But um, we can do that, and. Um, I'm sure Eileen, you know, you'd be happy to hook them up with a connection to my Facebook page. Anyway, That's right. But, yeah. um, krgphoenix at gmail. And gmail. Um, shoot me off a note and we'll chat. Okay. Thank you very okay. much, Kim, for being here today. You're welcome, darling. Okay. Well, nice to talk to you guys. Bye, okay. Fine having you Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Okay. Now we've got our latest uh, announcements here. And this, oh, it's only two minutes left. Okay, great. Hurry up. Anyway, after dark readings at Burr's next Wednesday, I will be there from 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. And it's $20 for 10 minutes, $40 for 20 minutes. The address is 6151 Stillicum Boulevard in Lakewood, Washington. And then after that, we've got the Fall Emerald Spiral Expo coming up on September 28, 2019 from 9 to 5 at Kent Commons at 525 4th Avenue North in Kent, Washington. It's the largest metaphysical event in western Washington. There's tons of vendors. I'm going to be there. Doug will probably make an appearance, I think. Will you? Probably. Well, it depends if I'm around here. Okay, it depends. He might be visiting the, the, his house. Well, showtime. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Okay. So anyway, there'll be, be speakers and vendors and the whole business. So if you are interested in getting a booth, you can contact Astara Brisky at 425-445-8789 for one. Yes, for her for more info. Okay, so how do we get a hold of you, sir? Text or call 206-769-4924. That's okay. the best way. Okay, and you can get a hold of me at EileenGrimes.com, and you can email me at JupiterRisingShow at AOL.com. And we just said Kim Rogers Gallagher is KRGPhoenix at at Gmail.com. And so, anyway, next week we have on Angela Probst, who will be on talking about 
the CBD oil her company is getting. And also on August 10th, Matt Shea. That's it for us kids. Okay, and we're going to see you all next week right here on the Jupiter Rising Show, right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio.